I still have a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful. Great. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead, baby. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Kariga and Felicia. That's right. With Felicia and no, Kariga. I said it. <laughs> and most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yes. I think Felicia uh, had a little bit of gospel left in her. Because she she was planning on going to church this weekend, <laughs> she didn't make it, but she was planning. Okay, I so I was think, going to church. My mom did not wake me. The, y'all she hear left this? me. My mom did not wake. She me. didn't wake me. She left me, and that's all she wrote. That was it. So, but you still got still the grateful. <laughs> all right, Fee, I'm 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 excited to acknowledge just this journey. We were reminded that this has been a year. It's been a year. It's been a year. It's been a year this month. And wow. I knew that. But when you just said it again, mm-hmm. it like lands like, I I don't know if it's surprise. I'm just, I think I'm blown away. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know like this right now. Yeah, it has not felt like a year. It, it does not hasn't. feel like a year. And damn, that's a good feeling. That's incredible. That's such a refreshing feeling. I think that when, just in context, when folks think about grief, mm-hmm. it, it often is this very otherized experience. Mm-hmm. Like grief is over there or I got things to do. I'll get to my grief when I have time. Right? Mm. But grief don't go nowhere because grief is love and love doesn't go anywhere. Mm. But I think it's so amazing that we've been able to not run from it, but lean into it with intention, mm-hmm. with repetition, repetition. And it's created community that is paramount <laughs> this very polarized, otherized place that we are often taught to run from, we leaned into with repetition and intention. Yeah. And in turn created a community. Wow. So that's what I mean by, and you, the listeners on the Black Love Podcast Network, I, I thank you all so much for being on this journey with us, for lending us your voice for your listening, for your feedback, for the real love we see when it's in public. Mm-hmm. Y'all really be listening. And y'all, <laughs> and I think that's amazing. Yeah. You know, I love how you prefaced this conversation. It's mm. It's been a year. How important it is to do this type of work, this self-work with mm-hmm. repetition. I have an affirmation for this. Please. Can I share it with you? Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? 
Yes, you can. I like that for an affirmation drop. And since you drop. can, come on, for your affirmation, if you turn to page 56 of my text, I think I've read this one before, but it's so important. Please share. When we share our stories and are open about our feelings, mm. we create room for compassion and connectedness. Mm. We create room for reference. We create room for love. Mm. Yes. It yes. is when we share them, share our stories. When we're open about what we're feeling is an invitation for compassion and connectedness among others. Because so many of us have these stories and these experiences yes. with no place to share them. Yes. And instead of creating room to experience them, they sometimes stay locked away. Mm-hmm. And... That isn't where the power is. The power is in saying their names mm-hmm. and making room. Mm-hmm. Feet, that affirmation is so transformational when compared to the way we often see grief mm-hmm. as something that's hard to talk about. Or very few people to share it with. Mm -hmm. Or never the right time or place. Grief isn't looking for a time or place. Grief is. Mm -hmm. It's not a time. It's not a place. It is. Mm -hmm. It is as present as the air we breathe. We make room to explore it. And exploring it this past year. And then this year leading us to the Ambies. Man. Like. Slim what? Gun gun fingers. All right. She said gun finger. Yeah. All right. Let's see our word. I'm shooting in the air. Okay. <laughs> I also have to say this. For all the listeners, folks from the Academy, folks that we met mm-hmm. at the Ambies, it took me getting into the room to realize how far our story has reached. Yeah. I never am processing the analytics i'm never processing the reach <laughs> i'm always grateful to be able to process my feelings wow i literally leave charged and invigorated because i got to do this and it it impacts the way i show up in real life and how i walk in a room i walk in a room with such joy yeah. to be present because i can Recall a time that I did not want to engage with public. Yep. And it wasn't a rush to get back to public. So I am here present because I'm well. And we got to carry that wellness into the room. So I'm going to paint a little bit for y'all what it felt like. (laughs) Felicia was dressed so beautifully. Okay. (laughs) And. Thank you. Well, grandmommy. Felicia's mom flew down from Sacramento to L.A. Mm-hmm. to be present with Kamali mm-hmm. so Fee and I could attend the Ambies and some other beautiful uh, experiences that weekend we'll get to. But I want to name that, what that support felt like, what it felt like to have your mother present, mm-hmm. for her to be able to show up in this way and the capacity it created for us mm-hmm. to be present 
at the awards. For folks out there who are listening, who are parents, you know how hard it can be to be present when you're away from your babies, (laughs) especially when it's a new experience. Mm -hmm. But I was present. You were present. She was dressed beautifully. Mm. Um, Everybody remarked. Okay. (laughs) That was really fo- that was really cool. Thank you. Uh, I was wearing Citron. That was the color. Citron. <laughs> Citron. Do you see? How, <laughs> y'all don't get her started. Now you have to say the color. No, I do. Actually, I do want you to get started because here's another thing that like, <laughs> folks don't know about Fee. I mean, like hell, yes, you do. But Mm-mm. she enjoys getting dressed up, right? Like it doesn't matter if it's Target I've, or an I've award show. I've loved it since I was a kid. Oh, y'all forever. <laughs> but I also want to say that it felt really good to see you look good and feel good and the occasion was being Kamayu and Kamali's mother man so you was fine and you were glowing because you were glowing in this aura of purpose this wasn't an award as a subtraction to the mother and the woman and the intellect you are it was all those things combined and that's how you looked to me that wow. evening so i really enjoyed watching you just just the whole get ready process and and what it felt like to walk up in the billing oh thank you and it felt good to walk in with you you know as we were approaching the venue Kareem and i we like to be very intentional when we are doing the work of reference our car ride consists of our music mm-hmm Baby Bailey Girl is going to play. Mm-hmm. Prayers of an Angel Father is going to play. This music medium is is our story. That's what you will hear on the way. And I love that we do that because I think it frames for us. It's just another beautiful reminder of why we're here. And so as we're on the way, I wanted to be present in knowing that. I didn't want to focus or hyper-focus on the what if, you know, um, who would be there and if we would win or, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to be in the moment of, wow, sharing our story, being open about our feelings, being Kamayu's mother, being Kamayu and Kamali's mother. And Kariga's wife has brought me here mm. where there is recognition amongst our peers of the work that we're doing and not just any work. Yo, personal growth yes and spirituality do you know how fire that is that's fire that's that's so i love how you said that like shout out to the team that makes room for us to be able to do that i don't spend time thinking about analytics mm-hmm. i spend time processing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it creates the richness yes that is this it creates room mm-hmm. i also wanted to share when you when you spoke about the intention and the and the music we play in the medium and being Kamayu and Kamali's parents, I also just had a very wonderful feeling about being Kareem's brother. Mm, that's the right. writing that began. That's right. For me, in exploring that feeling of hurt, pain, anger, retaliation, aloneness. When I was exploring those writings and soul affirmations and continue to reinvestigate them, I realized 
that damn I'm carrying my brother's love a long way carrying his name a long way and the world receives our identity as angel parents with gentleness mm-hmm. but for me to stand in that room from the section that I'm from from the experiences that I'm from with the panther jacket on with a panther jacket on yes <laughs> shout out to Sinai and Madal Futur but beyond that I think about the island my parents come from and how their stories didn't get told and how we weren't empowered to tell our stories and to take something as hard to be with as my brother's departure by way of gun violence to be in that room as his brother and telling these stories is so important black men don't get our stories humanized in this way Mm-hmm. We we so quickly become a memory because of the trauma that keeps occurring. We so quickly become a hashtag, and you know, memorial sites may or may not get visited. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kareem is loved; he gets visits for sure. But to be his brother, to be a teacher, an educator, a leader in Oakland, to come from South Sacramento. Mm-hmm. 29th Street to come from Flatbush, Caton Ave, bed And his story still lives. Man, I celebrate that. That's so ill to me. And there's no way I could have ever seen this. The years of anger and retaliation. And uh, to think that I shine like I do in a room like that from all the experiences I felt when I felt like circumstances really wanted to take my light. Mm. It's, it's way beyond mind-blowing. So the Ambies for us wasn't just an award show or an award from peers, it marked evidence of a phenomena. That veil that we know is true. That grief gives you an opportunity to experience some of the depths of love mm-hmm. that are only written about mm-hmm. in song. Mm-hmm. People like As by Stevie Wonder without recognizing that he experienced grief to write that song. Mm -hmm. We got to know it for ourselves as a powerful place in love and got to look fly while doing it. That's, (laughs) hey, y'all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, I say it because, uh, shout out to Monty. You hear me say his name often, but Monty say, we ain't never seen it look like that, but it's supposed to look like that. Mm. concerning wellness he was like it is it speaks to us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's what we represent in that room we were speaking to our people in our choice of fabric pattern color story legacy 
because we are rich, cultured people. But to think that a year of this work has felt like a just a glimpse into the depth of the love. There's so much more love to explore. There is so much more stories to tell. There is so much more room to make to love more abundantly. Yeah, it was it was it it was special, y'all. Like so special. When we get to sit like this and and really widen our gaze of what the journey has been, how important that is. You just see how, though difficult, though there are difficulties, though there are challenges, it is incredibly beautiful. So I celebrate. I celebrate our loved ones. I celebrate us being able to continue to share their stories. Mm -hmm. I celebrate the connectedness that it has created Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in our community, amongst our people. And I celebrate the wellness that it brings. Yes. Yes. It it reminds me, Fee, of an affirmation that comes from my toolkit. Mm. A toolkit for reflecting and manifesting the light within. Okay. On page 60, it reads, be patient with yourself. It takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture. Man. And I recognize that this is like, this might as well be three affirmations or two. Right. Because <laughs> the first part, be patient with yourself. Shit. Hey, not when you're impatient. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to me, Slim. I can't take no more of this. Right. That, but that's how it feels. But the first order is be patient with yourself. Yeah. What does it take? It takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture. It has taken so much time and so many deep breaths. Y'all hear me take deep breaths all the time, so I don't be playing. <laughs> I'm serious about the deep breaths. I take medium breath. But... but it takes time and deep breathing to see the big picture. And the picture is still not fully revealed to us, Felicia. That's that's one of the beautiful parts. It's it's like we're widening our gaze. We can just kind of pan back a little. But the canvas is massive. And God is writing a very elaborate and detailed story between us. Mm. Can I just recap for y'all real quick? Because I just got a memory. Go ahead. You're talking about Felicia who was first a degreed with a music education from Hampton. And then that story changes and morphs into <laughs> a PhD in educational psychology from Howard University. Okay. What has changed? <laughs> Listen, I, I, I had a bachelor's in sociology from Hampton, mm-hmm. a master's in special education from George Mason. Mm-hmm. Then we were like on this pursuit of the academic track and my work in schools and school leadership, all the while creating art and creating art formally together, storytelling, album, soul development, mm-hmm. that work, school leadership. Like our work was at the school every day. Every day. We used to get a hundred hugs a day. I mean, I, we, <laughs> we spent so many Saturdays at the school too. And in the first year of opening it, we spent several times with seven days a week in the launch, in the prep. Yeah. And that background, when we thought life looked that way, turning into becoming parents, 
experiencing that joy, experiencing the double transition and becoming angel parents, experiencing the silence, the silence, Mm -hmm. no desire to say words, no appetite, an aversion to sunsets. Mm -hmm. Nothing made sense to processing, to writing, to then sharing out loud, to then making reference on social, to black love. (laughs) That experience, to a pandemic, Mm -hmm. to the world having to go inward, for us finding time to go there, making room for others, soul affirmations. What? Are y'all hearing this? This is not making any sense to me. So when it says it takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture, this was never a picture we saw forming. Mm-mm. And it's it's just something that we're in. And I'm so grateful to be in it with you. And I'm so grateful to be in it with our Black Love family. Yeah. Love is truly the most powerful thing and the most abundant thing. But for us to take those experiences and not run from them, but lean into them. And for that process to lead us to the Ambies, what what y'all talking about? It it doesn't make any sense. There was a podcast um, that I want to listen to. (laughs) I haven't listened to it yet, but... We were at the Envies and there was a nominee, I think of our call, Sudden Change of Plans, right? <laughs> and it, it just sounded like in that moment, I'm like, I don't know what their sudden change of plans are, but shit, this is a sudden change of plans for us. <laughs> That's literally how I felt. Yeah. And it just really, I really am just making room to say out loud that while it takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture, we still cannot see the fullness of the picture. But I'm grateful. Mm. And I have endurance. I have stamina. I am well. Man. What more can I ask for? <sighs> the fruits of sharing our story. Mm. I actually remember, I'm sure I've talked about this, when Tommy and Cody came here to film us for the Black Love Doc Uh and how incredibly unsure I was. Mm -hmm. Fearing like, well, one, not thinking that anybody would get anything from my story. Fearing that there would be too many brains on my story and try and rewrite my story or say this, why this and this. I mean, so many nuances that my brain did in the height of my grief. Mm-hmm. And Kariga so gently, he always does it. He asks me, why are we here? And I am, I remember I'm here for reference. I know what it's like to look. I know what that feels like to want connectedness. Yeah. So how incredibly amazing it is that sharing our story has brought us to this point that we were able to celebrate in a category of personal growth and spirituality on the Black Love Podcast Network. 
(laughs) So I just, I'm incredibly grateful to Tommy and Cody for being the beautiful storytellers that they are and highlighting and showcasing black love in the way that they do so courageously and so incredibly revolutionary because our love is actually abundant. There's so, it exists. It's, it's flourishing. Yes. And the stories are worth telling. They are. When I think about the Tommy and Cody telling of the story and the podcast being in the category of personal growth and spirituality, to me, that is black love. It is. Black love is a, is a pursuit of personal growth and love. You cannot experience love in its fullness without understanding the spirituality of a thing, Mm -hmm. the spirit of a person. When you experience love in its fullness, you can see past the dimension of flesh. Mm -hmm. You see beauty in, in things that may not have been perceived as beauty before. You can see fully. So black love is personal growth and spirituality. And, and it's because it's also contextualized by the black experience, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. A very, uh, unique experience. And speaking of black love uh, and Tommy and Cody, don't those things go together? But <laughs> we also got a chance to attend the Uptown Magazine and Lexus Honors presents Black Love, right? Yes, honoring black love in Hollywood. Yes, it was like celebrating black love on and off the screen. That's right. And Cody and Tommy were honorees this year. They were. And we got to be there and celebrate with them and watch them receive that honor. Such a beautiful night. Such an, I mean, like I said, they are doing such an important and revolutionary work. Highlighting black love. Sharing our stories. Because it is abundant. Yes. I think it is, it counteracts this narrative that it doesn't exist or there's only a little bit but actually no there's so much of it to go around and we were in the building with so much of it so much of it (laughs) it is and it is so and it's worth telling all of the variation yeah so you can see exactly all the ways that black love is Mm -hmm. right and yeah you're right there was so much of it Uh, it reminds me of now this this affirmation It it reminds me of this particular one uh, where it says, I am one with Mother Earth. And in this land, love is the greatest passport. Hey, yes. Because I'm I'm going to keep it real. There was a lot of folks in that building who folks uh, regard as celebrity. Okay. (laughs) And it didn't feel like it one bit. Mm. It felt like love. Not class, not distinguish, not separation, not elitism. Mm -hmm. It felt like love. Mm -hmm. It felt like everybody came there just to sow a little more in love, to celebrate a little more love. It was fly. (laughs) And it was fly because, well, it was black love. Come on. (laughs) Y'all know it's fly. Like (laughs) You saw that they had me subject. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, without a doubt. But it was it was important to see that yeah. it was important to hear stories of couples who have done 20 years in Hollywood, mm-hmm. 30 years in Hollywood. What? Man. Excuse me. 
and all of them was arguing on the way. No, I'm just kidding. That's what <laughs> that said. was the theme. Everybody was saying like, y'all should have heard the argument on the way here. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I got to run into Felicia. You will tell us his name. We love the stand-up comedy. Chris Spencer? The fat ballerina. Oh, you're talking about David Arnold. David Arnold. Yes. yes. David Arnold. Listen to me. <laughs> so I had a moment. It didn't matter what room we were in. It didn't matter what the agenda was tonight. I had to let him know that I appreciated his writing and his comedy. I like comedy that isn't a cheap laugh. <laughs> Investigate the joke. Give me the setting. Pull me into the space. Y'all know we like context. Context is important. <laughs> but being able to share with him how much I appreciated the art, the work, and his response. Mm. And it's like, you know, uh, like Badu said, right? I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> and I think in this context, you just, you never know what your appreciation for someone's art does for them. Without a doubt, you know, folks know him. His work is outstanding. But that night I got to tell him how much I appreciated the context, the investigation. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? You go let the next one. <laughs> so. Oh, that was dope. It was uh, dope to be able to see him. It was dope to be able to see uh, Ty on the red carpet. Yeah. She asked us very pertinent questions about black love, what it meant to us. How will we define it? Yes. And. And we got to celebrate they asked us about some of our favorite black love couples. That's right. And we got to tell them about Tariq and Sheena. That's right. Y'all know Tariq Y'all and Sheena? Y'all know Tariq and Sheena, okay? If you know this podcast, you know Tariq and Sheena. Who's if Tariq you and Sheena? Know, if you know our IG lives, you know Tariq and Sheena because we spend quite a bit of time on their couch on their with couch. their picture. <laughs> yeah. But yes, Tariq and Sheena, Kariga's older brother and sister, uh-huh. our family, the ones that, well, for me, introduced black love as friendship an abundant friendship i'll never forget that they showed me that it was fun yeah and i love that about them my brother and his wife they they used to kick it and they used to invite felicia and i along to kick it and the first function we saw was friendship yeah and how felt how good it felt to have somebody understand you and your inside jokes (laughs) right and how good it is to be able to celebrate them in that space as well absolutely and that was the part i wanted to mention is that when we're talking about black love in Hollywood or otherwise, everybody needs an example close to them. Mm-hmm. It isn't the couple from the TV. It is the person who you share proximity with. Mm-hmm. So it is advantageous to all of us uh, to stay close to black love, to stay sowing seeds in black love, uh, to stay making room for black love. Yeah, It shapes the world that I want to be a part of. It shapes the world that enhances this work that we're doing. So I, I really love that we get to come to the podcast, that we get to build this community, that the community is real, okay? Mm-hmm. Because we started a pandemic, you're just not really sure who is who, <laughs> but we got to see those people mm-hmm. and put faces and names and love. Mm-hmm. So we thank you all so much for building this community with us. We thank you for investigating grief's process yes thank you for joining us on this ride loving more abundantly incrementally it's not all of a sudden change 
but it is a day by day intentional leaning into the process yeah so until we lean in again hey massive love thank you for tuning in to another episode of soul affirmations with Kariga and felicia big ups big love to cody and tommy not only our executive producers but our friends and reference in black love and making way for others massive love to our producer crystal hill and our wonderful team of editors and gms peace peace